You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. We saw in the Mishnah that blood of the Chattas comes before blood of the Ola. The body parts of the Ola come before the Chattas. The Chattas comes before the Osham. And then we mixed it up a little bit. What about the the the... Does the blood come before the body parts? Does the blood of the chattas come before the body parts of the ola? And then we went the other way. Does the um, does the uh, body parts of of the uh, of of the chattas come before the blood of the ola? And then we said, what about? when it comes about the chattas and the osham, we know the chattas comes first. But what about what wasn't mentioned in the Mishnah? What about Ola versus osham? And let's talk about the blood of the Ola coming for the, does the blood of the osham. We know the body parts, the burning on the Mizbeach, the Ola come before the, the osham because clearly because it comes before the chattas. But what about if it's blood of the osham? In all those cases, the Rambam said the Gemara couldn't prove it. So we were left with what the Rambam says, you can actually just go with either one. In other words, the Kohen has a choice. And any one that he does, since it's not clear from the, the Gemara, it would be fine. And I mentioned yesterday, because none of these halachas about Kadima are ma'akev, the kashras of the Korban anyway. So since we really don't know, any, you're going to have to make some choice. So any choice you make, is going to anyway be, be, be even if we knew the truth, Sheila, the, it would be true. Bidiyevid, you would you, the carbon would be kosher. So therefore, the Rambam was telling you know his readers, telling the the Kohanim and the Beis Hamikdash what to do if this happens. Says go with whatever choice you want. You don't have to think. Maybe I did something incorrectly because if the Gemara itself couldn't figure it out, now maybe again, maybe Eliyahu in the time of Mashiach when they start bringing carbonos again or whatever will give us a direction about what should be the first thing to be done first. But right now, if we would follow the Rambam's book, we would say, anyone you did, you'd be considered a perfect Kohen, whichever choice that you made. That's that's sort of a summary of what where we had gotten to up to yesterday. So I just want to share with you, as we since we were talking yesterday, we did look in the Kesef Mishnah yesterday, um, and in 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 one of the programs called the Chavrusa, uh, and, and you can get it from if you if you if you spend the money or become a member and and get the uh, Barilan database, what you will have. Although I think this is you can get this as an app for free. You can get the Gemara, like sort of like a Hebrew art scroll explained. Um, looks something like this where you see here's the key Gemara words and here you have the connecting words in Hebrew which is very similar to what Hebrew Art Scroll does and that's called Chavrusa which is part of the Barilan program uh, in other words here's the page here's the page of Zvachem Peitas Hamad Beis and here you have all the sources that you're able to find um of course, Rashi and Tosvos. And then you have these Achronim, including something called Chavrusa, 
which is a way to sort of like cheat your way through the daf. Um, and uh, I'm not above cheating if I need to, especially if, you know, if I'm rushing out of time. And many times I notice that they do have some very nice notes. So this program can be, uh, you could get it as an app on your phone. I'm not sure what it's called, it's, 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 it, but it has the same material. Anyway, on my computer, I found it. I went to the footnotes, and I made a copy of it, so I want to share them with you. Let's take a look. Basafik HaGemara, the Dam Chattas Ve'emure Ola. Okay, remember what that was. Remember that was the Dam of the Chattas before the Emurim of the Ola. The Ola's Emurim are usually what are powerful, right? The Evarim, they come first. And the Dam is what makes the Chattas special. So Argamar right away said, let's say, let's take each number one against each other, who wins? Or the Dam Ola and the Emure Chattas. Again, that was the um, a case where the these were the weaker ones, right? The Dam Ola is what's, um, it's the body parts of the Ola that are number ones. So here you have your number twos against each other. Dam Ola and the Emure Chattas. Which one comes first? Well, Nifshat Bigamar Mahadin. So, and the Mishnah says, because we don't know. So it's a suffix. So obviously you don't know. Whichever way you do is going to be technically, it, it's either right or it's, it's, it's not what you should be doing, but you'll never know. So we're not going to paralyze the Kohanim. Obviously they're going to go and do what they want. That's the way we explained it yesterday. But he quotes here, Ulam Bisfas Emes Kosov. Of course, Sfas Emes is... Uh, Rebbe, it was known as the Ger Rebbe, of course, but uh, he was the grandson of the original Rebbe of Gur, but he was also one of the incredible Hasidic figures that was sholate on not only, you know, ideas in Machshava and, you know, the, the incredible Sefer Sfasemes Halatayra, but he was also the writer of Sfasemes Halashas, which is uh, one of the most important books you can have. You can't, you can't learn Moyed and Kachem without it. So let's see what he writes. Tama Rambam Shakosav Bedam Oila Veimuri Chatas Eze Shiyir Tsiyaktim Mishum Shasavar Harambam Kibin Shiyesh Mashmos Shadam Oila Kaidim. In other words, the Rambam says, look at the Gemara. In some ways, the Mishnah, the Gemara tried to bring a proof yesterday from the Mishnah, the Mishnah that the Oila's blood would come first. Another mashmos was maybe the chattas parts would come first. Remember, these were the number twos against each other. Right? The dam ola and the murachatas. Because, it's not a suffix, because the Mishnah gave us clues each way, it then is basically a directive telling us the fact that they left these clues the way they were, that they are equal. And that's why the Rambam says, whichever one you want. It isn't that, well, we're not paralyzed, the Gemara couldn't figure it out, you better do something. That is what the Gemara is saying. By the Gemara is saying, we've got proof either way. Each each one seems to have a strength and seems to be able to tie their case to something in the text. So the text understood that. 
the writers understood that we would be able to, in the Mishnah, that we'd be able to see a, a, a proof for each. And if that's true, what the writers of the Mishnah were telling us, in effect, were, whichever, they are equal. That's the, the, what the Gemara means, the Lekala Mashma Mine. When Rebbe writes the Mishnah in such a way, and the Rabbanim that were with Rebbe wrote the Mishnah in such a way, knowing that the inferences could be made to say maybe, well, maybe the Dam Oila uh, should be first versus the body parts of the Chathas. And all and and, and, and Mashmos indicating the other way, that maybe the body parts of the Chathas should be before the blood, knowing that later generations would be able to imply opposite uh, assumptions, they were, in a sense, telling us, you have a choice. Which means it's not that when it happens, it's a suffix. We're actually, and, and well, who knows, I guess, which is the way I explained it up until now. So it's a very subtle difference between this Fasemis and the way the Kesef Mission explains it. He then says, he brings from the Karen Ora, who was uh, a little bit earlier than this Fasemis. He was uh, an, uh, from one of the great Lithuanian uh, Gaonim, uh, mid part of the 19th century. Uh, he writes, Sha'afshu Suffolk. Maybe the Kesef Mishnah is right. It's not you had a choice. In the in what was happening, in the, if it happens in the base of Mikdash and we follow the Rambam, we're really not sure. But whatever we do, it's not going to be terrible anyway. Maybe the Kesef Mishnah is right. However, Shnei Asfekos Halalu Tuliyim Echad B'Sheni. The truth is, is that. Let's talk. Let's let's leave suffix number three out for a minute, which is blood of the Osham versus blood of the Ola. Let's talk about suffix one and suffix two. Remember, okay, we, are you with me, right? Suffix one is the the two number ones against each other. Blood of the Achatas versus meat part of the Ola, and then you have the other case is the number twos against each other. So. The Karen writes, if you think about it, each one is dependent on the other. She'im dam chatas kodem le ola. If we take in the number ones, right? If we decide that chatas beats ola, the two number ones against each other, the chatas trumps ola's strongest thing. Because remember, the ola's meat part is what is significant about that. But the dam chatas is even stronger than that. So then you're going to say that the Emurechatis beats the Damola, the number twos win. Because if you've decided that that Chatis blood as a number one is very powerful, that's because it's a Machaper. Right? The blood is the Machaper. Whereas the body part, he calls the maratza. The machaper means, if I do this, I have kapara from the avera. The ola makes reyach nichoach, which is maratza. But reyach nichoach, Shiva, is based on haktara. 
It's based on it being burnt. It's based on it being on the part. So is the action of the shechita itself what activates the kapara? Right. The shechita is what enables you to get the kapara out of there, which is the blood. So So uh, after that becomes an adjunct to it and not... Shechita is right. The shechita is really just the means of getting the blood. Right? Even a czar can do it. It's an avoda. But the blood application is the machaper. That blood going on the Mizbeach, now the Avera and everything that was there beforehand starts getting neutralized and the power of the carbon is realized. Uh-huh. Right? Now, So if that is more powerful than putting the body part of this Ola, which every part of this Ola has got to go on the Mizbeach, which indicates, look, this whole thing is meant to give a Ritzu to Hashem, a Reach Nichoach, right? This, 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 this sweet smelling of this, uh, of the meat. Um, yeah, see, Patali's thinking about meat now. The sweet smelling of the meat is, is what's making Ritzu. But if I paskin, if I decide, that the machaper is stronger. So you basically said, if the number ones win, that tells me that machaper is stronger. So therefore, im machaper shuhudam chatas odif, meaning the blood of the chatas comes before the greater ritzui, which is the body part of the animal. So that would mean and this in the number twos, right? I would also say the body part of the chatas is better than the the blood work of the oila. Who adin be more chatas to asi mikoach machapir adife. Because, because if, 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 in other words, that's, that's a very brilliant way of looking at it. Number, the suffix, the two ones, if you're poshate that, oh, chattas wins, the blood of the chattas wins, because the machaper is crucial. So now when you go to your number twos, which is the, uh, the body part of the chattas versus the blood work of the ola, you'll say, hmm, if number one was one because of the power of machaper, this is the body part of the chattas that came from a machaper. And the Karen Ira therefore says that would be one way. Let's say in suffix number one. Remember what suffix number one again was. That was dam versus dam chattas versus Ola's body part. If you're going to say that the body part of the Ola comes first, so in suffix number two also, the Dom would come first. The Dom of the Ola versus the body part of the Chattas. So now, if that's true, the Karen Ayra goes to the next point. Ikanafkamina. As the Rambam says, Misafik, whichever one you want, you can say it's first. But then you're committed. Then you're committed. Let's say you started, the first thing that happened in the base of Mikdash was, oh, we've got the blood of the Chathas, which is a number one, and we have the Mure O, which is number one. 
and you say, you know what, I'm going to go. What are you going to decide, uh, doctor, Mr. Kohei? I'm going to go with Dam Khatis. So if the next thing, that if you have two number, if the number two is coming in front of you, then you're going to have to do the Murechatis first. Because you've already decided by your action what you just did a half hour ago, that the machaper is greater. So you're going to have to continue that. I mean, you're the same Kohen. You made that choice. You did it. So you're going to have to continue that when suffix numbered, when the second suffix shows up. If you don't do that, then you've contradicted yourself. Now let's say if when the first suffix happened, um, right? You did the opposite. You went with the Ola first. Then when the second suffix occurred, you'd have to go with the Ola again. So th- here you see, let's just, let's talk about what, what let's summarize what we saw here. The Kesev Mishnah, you get the impression, I don't know what I'm doing. Can't figure it out from the Gemara. Well, but yeah, but everything's all right anyway. Just do whatever you want. That's one way to look at it. The Sfasemis says, no, 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 that's not, the Gemara wouldn't do that. The people who wrote the Gemara realized, the Mishnah realized, and therefore, by being oblique, it's actually telling you each one is fine. It's not that, well, probably we might have done something wrong. No. Klape Shmaya, what you did was right. That's the Sfasemis. And the Karen Oira is saying, you know, I, even if the Kesef Mishnah is right, that you decide but you can't switch. You can't say, oh, this one I'll do this way, this one I'll do the other way. The decision one way puts you, at least if you're the Kohen, working on it today, I mean, maybe you're, you don't set the precedent for the Kohanim tomorrow. But what you just did, you would have to continue in that mindset because the two are really dependent on the other. So I think what we've accomplished here is that if you remember... I said to you yesterday, Shiva, how does this sit with you from the Rambam? Uh, it's a suffix, do whichever way you want. I think it's become a lot deeper now. Maybe you're not happy with the fact that there's a, a choice, but the cho- but making those choices, we see there's a lot of depth into understanding what making those choices mean. So, the, and to me, this really, right. to yeah. me, to me, this gives satisfaction to something that, that, that you can that usually sits uneasy with you, right? So I, I think that's why learning about it again. Normally, I, I wouldn't go into such depth here, but I think it, it, it definitely satisfies that you know. And you understand that there's really something going on. It isn't just we're, right. clu- we're clueless. Yeah, it's not arbitrary. And I think that Karen again, just a lot of a lot of smart thinking here by people who really care about their subject matter. And uh, it's a, it's a schus, you know, that again, that this, ma- again, I just go on the computer and I snap my fingers and I get it. I didn't even have to work too hard uh, to find it, but I think it's a, it's a nice upfront. So let's go back to the Gemara now. So. Okay, so the Gemara said that the Chattas comes before the Ola. Now, the reason why the Chattas comes by the Osham. 
Why does the Chattas come before the Asha? So we look at the Mishnah again. The Mishnah just said, Chattas Kodemis La'asha, Mipnei Shedoma Nitan Al-Arba Kronos Vala Yisod. It's got to go on each of the corners, plus the leftovers get spilled in a specific place. Okay. So that's why Osham takes a back seat. So now the Gemara asks, Adarabba, Osham Kodim. Isn't there something about Osham that has something over the Chathas? Shekain Yeshlo Kitzva. It has a specificity. What's the specificity? Kitzva means a limit and a specificity. And that is, of course, the price you need to pay. In other words, we know, as Rashi says, Lidomov, because it says it's got to be Shkolim. It's got to be at least two Kesef. Now, whatever that price is, it's a certain amount that we know. And whatever the price of a shekel is, whatever the whatever the worth is, it's got to be at least two shkolim worth. You have to pay that much in order for it to be, I guess, a kosher korbanosha. Avochatas koldehu. Chatas could be that has no price. So maybe the fact that there's more rules, that the osham has a demand of how much you need to pay for it, I guess that's going to, I guess, depend on the market and, you know, but, but still based on this market mentality, it's going to be a rule that inserts itself into what you do in the base Hamikdash. So isn't that an extra layer of, 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 of Kedusha? So that's not true. Maybe you could make the argument that it shows more rules means more Kedusha, but clearly we had two things about the Oshab about the chattas, the blood work, and the and where you put the blood afterwards. So that's why the Gemara says, after the Gemara asks Adarabah, let's see. Afilu hochi. You're right. That could have been a factor. But ribu de mizbeach odif. Meaning, the fact that you have to do more in advance to create the Osham in terms of how you spend, that's okay. But what really shows Kedusha is what you're doing on the Mizbeach. So it's not so much two versus one. It's that Mizbeach stuff means more. That's where Kedusha is. So the fact that you have to actually put apply more on the Mizbeach, and we mentioned yesterday or two days ago about the blood pouring, but that's something that's done for the Asham too, but it's not in the Pasuk Mufurish. Still, that shows the Torah was more specific about what you do and, and actually open about what you do for the Chattas on the Mizbeach. That shows more Kedusha than the demand for the extra cost. Okay. The Mishnah had said, Asham comes before Toda. Why is the Asham come before Toda? Let's see again. Let's go back to the Mishnah. Okay, it has to be eaten in the Azara. It has to be shechted in the northern part of the Azara. 
and, and therefore it comes before a Korban Toda. And that's why it's more Kodosh, and that's why you would do that first. So on that, the Gemara asks, Adarabah, what about the fact that the carbon is much more complicated? <laughs> you have 40 loaves that need to be baked together with it. And there's an interconnection between uh, the, uh, you, you learned the Dafyomi yesterday. That was the whole Gemara yesterday about the Toda, Verikike Nozir, how it's connected to the animal, it's connected to the Zevach. Isn't that a more complex thing? Isn't that more things that you have to bring and intertwine? So maybe that shows a greater Kedusha in the Toda than the Asha. Tamara says, no. Kotche kotche madife. It's not, right? Because all those things are about its Kedusha. The fact that it can't be, the meat can't be taken out. The fact that even beforehand it's considered part of uh, Hector, should be Moel in it. All those things, the fact that you shecht it in a specific place, um, and you know, right, everything about it is kotche kotche, that is stronger than all, even though the toda has a bunch of other stuff that comes connected to it that makes it seem more complex. Now over here, you have to sort of say this is sort of the judgment call of what's called more kodesh. The last case, Sheila, in terms of cost, versus how much you do on the Mizbeach, you can see, obviously, this is much more holy, even though there's this rule, which we don't understand why, that you have to spend more for the Osho. But over here, they're sort of very similar, right? They're both like involvements of Kohanim and the Mizbeach. Oh, the Toti, you got it right? Oh, yeah, do you have the Bulachamim here? Still, the fact that the the Oshom goes in a special place, the fact that there's limitations, and those limitations are connected to holiness, right? It's 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 in the part of the Azara, which is in a way a holier part of the Azara. Uh, the way you eat it is different. The fact that you can't take it out of the that area. All of that logically means Kedusha. No one's going to deny what you do with the Toda is also Kedusha. You're baking the Lechem, you're bringing it, you're shechting it. Still, this was a call where it's a little more subtle. Do you hear what I'm saying? In other words, the the afilu hachi, the case before it was a no-brainer that chatas is definitely more kodesh than asham. Here, it's a little bit of a, a, a more thinner distinction, but we still say afilu hachi. Now the afilu hachi takes a lot more <coughs> significance. Even what you're saying has <coughs> merit. However. Okay, now we go to the next one. The Toda comes before the Shlomim. Why? Because you only have one day to eat it, and you have the Lechem. So much more, so much more uh, restriction, and more you have to do. Let's see if the Gemara can come up with an Adarabah. For Shlomit. So you see the pattern is already developing. Right. So, so let's see what the pattern is. The pattern is we're going to say make a case for Shlomit being more than the Toda. Let's see how. When we think about what Shlomit are, 
Shlomim have something Korban Toda doesn't have. A Korban Toda is all based on an individual's experience. What happens to you in your life and how you decide to own up to it and talk to God about it and, and, and bring people involved. But it's still an individual's case. There's no such thing as a Korban Toda Betzibor. Whereas there is a Shlomim that's Betzibor. Right? Uh, which one is that? Rashi helps us out right away here. Kivsei Atzeres. Anshuas. That's the only one. But you have a Shlomim, Betzibor. And since it's part of a Tzibor, Tzibor is obviously has a greater Kedusha than each individual. Your story is great. It can be inspiring. But it doesn't match the idea of all Klal Yisrael. Money that's taken out of the the shkolim that are collected. It's a tzibur karma. Now, your shlomim ain't, but it's a cousin of that. And maybe shlomim, every shlomim has got the muscles of the big daddy shlomim of them all. And the fact that God decided that shlomim can even be done but tzibur, maybe that shows you the shame shlomim is something very important. Okay, it's sort of a stretch. But the Gemara is attempting, right, to say maybe that's... So let's see what the Gemara answers. You probably know already. It's interesting, you know, the Gemara, again, I would say this is a mistake. I would say, plus the Lachamim. Um, and if I'm correct here, here it is. Look at the uh, other text. You see there's a Yud here, Sheila, and you go to this Yud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which means there's more in it. Meaning not just that it's eaten one day, but also in other words, Gufe meaning you're telling me Shlomim is great because of its cousin, Super Shlomim on Shvuas. But there's nothing great about this one other than the fact that it's somehow connected. I'm telling you every Toda that you bring has got all this stuff on it. So that that gear is a little bit better for me. That Nusach is better for me because this Nusach only mentions one thing, the fact that you only have one day to eat it. As opposed, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sort of confused. I, what I would say, it's, it might be totally off the grid, off the mark, it could be the reason we're mentioning eat, eating in one day, and we don't mention the amount of breads that come with it, which is what the Mishnah said, if you remember. The Mishnah said, Utu'unin lechem, and they have a bunch of breads that come with it. Breads that come with it, you could have said, well, that's not this one. That's not this baby itself. That's what, that's, that's, that's ancillary. That's not in the animal. We want to know about the animal. Which, 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 which blood, which application of blood do you do? Or which shkita do you do first? Or which, which animal part do you put on the mizbeach first? The shlomim part or the toda? So mentioning the breads might be incidental. So that's why our Gemara mentions specifically the rules that apply to the parts of the animal itself. They can only be eaten for one day because it's in the animal itself. 
Um, and that could be why that is the ultimate strength. In other words, if it would only be the Lachamim, then maybe that could be countered by the fact that Shlomim can be brought at Sibur. It's not inherent. Even though we know the Lachamim go together with the Zevach and the Kedusha on the Lachamim happens when the animal gets shechted and they both get the same dinim. There's a dinosar on the meat and a dinosar on the breads. Still, since the question in the Gemara had to do with dealing with the with the animal, that could have that wouldn't necessarily have been the the strength. So we go with something within the animal itself that can only be eaten for one day. That that would be my explanation of uh, of the girsa that we have in the Gemara, and it could be really the other the alternative girsa is sort of similar now that I think about it. Where it says, and we we'll look at the alternative gears again, Ribui de Gufayu Adif. It could be that's only the fact that it's eaten for one day, as opposed to um, the breads that come with it. Again, I'm not sure, but I think I've explained each text. Thank you, yes. Okay. Now, Ibailu, again, I'm not looking for praise. I'm just saying, I think just, just going through it, Sheila, just going through it. Ibailu. Toad of Isle Nazir, Azimahan Kodem. Now, here's an interesting question. And you can see why this is an Iboyluhu. Because it's similar to the other ones. It's what wasn't mentioned. In other words, it's not an attack on what was said. That's, that's not Iboyluhu. That's like Adarabha. This is like something you didn't say. In other words, you, you crumped these two things together. Toad of Isle Nazir. Toad of Isle Nazir. How come, let's divide those two. Are they twins? Are they exactly the same? That's not in the Mishnah. That's why it's an Iboyluhu. Just like the number one's against each other, number two's against each other, right? Here is another. That's why it's an Iboyluhu that you didn't mention in the Mishnah. Okay. So what happens there? If there's a question of a Toda or Ayo Nazar, which one is going to come first? So let's take a look. I can make a case. Toda kodma. Shkain tuna dawad mine lechem. Look what that toad has got four types of bread. The nozer's only got two. Oh, Dilma. Ayo nozer kodem. Shkain yesh imo domim acherim. There's other things besides this, uh, uh, this aisle of the nozer, which is the shlobim. There's other domim involved. What does it mean, other domim? Does mean other dumbin? So Rashi tells you. Chatas va'ola boyan imo. In other words, even though the ayol nozer is the shlomim, the ram is the shlomim, but the nozer, once he finishes his nazirus, has to bring a chatas and an ola along with it. So it's got cousin, it's got friends with him. So since the three come together, now it's a question about which one is Ma'akev, which one stops the Naziris. If you remember when you did Dafyomi of Nazir, you might remember, there's a whole discussion about which Gomachlokas, which one is the essential carbon for the Nazir. Is it the Shlomim or the Ola, the Chatas? Which one stops the Naziris? Which one allows him to shave his head and to, to take haircuts afterwards? However, they do all three are meant to be a unit. So in some ways, we could say 
Well, isn't the Ayo Nazir stronger? Toshma. So on that, we don't, the Mishnah can't help us. Unlike the cases before that we had mashmoas from the Mishnah both ways, this Iboilahu, the search leads to a Brisa. What does the Brisa say? Zu kodemis lezu. Shazu tuuna dalad mine lechem. Vizu eina tuuna elishne mine lechem. So we actually have a Brisa that deals with this case. It's, it's like an addition to the Mishnah and actually is poshate that even though it's true, there's other korbanos that go together, that are supposed to go together with the nazir, we don't look at them. We zero in specifically about the aisle of the nazir. And the aisle of the nazir only has two types of breads. So therefore, shlomim, a regular, I'm sorry, regular carbon toda, would beat the shlomim. That's a brisa mafurish. If we didn't have the Bryce, I'm not sure what we would do. <laughs> we might be in the in the territory we were talking about before, earlier, about the Suffolk. The Mishnah then talked about the Shlomim, um, Kodmin Libachor, because there's Matan Arba, right? And it's not exactly Arba, but it at least seems to imply four directions. Whereas the Bechor is just, it's not even, only one Nesina, only one amount of application is mentioned. So that would seem to give the reason why Shlomim would would trump the Bechor, and you would do the Shlomim first. So on that, Argamar asks, Adarabba, Bechor Kodem, and we know that that is a factor because that's the very next statement. is because So the same way that gives Bechor Adifas to Meiser, the Gemara is wondering, why can't that give Adifas to Shlomim? We know later we're going to mention that Bechor beats Meiser because of that. Why wasn't that strong enough to be able to defeat Shlomim? Now, what did we say Shlomim was better than Bechor? Because it's Matan Arba. But there's also a couple of other things, which is Smicha and Nesachim and Tanufas Chazevishok. There's a whole bunch of uh, things that are done in the processing of the Shlomim, which aren't uh, available by the Bechor. True, the Bechor starts with the Kedusha, and it's eaten by Kohanim afterwards, but within these processes, the process, there's much more processes of the Shlomim. How you do it, what you're doing, where you apply the blood, the Tnufa. So now it's really clear, you know, the Gemara's answer, to me, this isn't really such a tough question. The Gemara says... Mitzvos yaseros adife, all those mitzvos that you have to do. Now, the mitzvos would be when we talk about mitzvos. I guess matan arba is not only a symbol of kedusha; it also means more things for the kohen to do. Smicha for the baal to do. Nesachim 
again, that's uh, that's a chi of, of someone to supply. The Baal has to, to pay the money for that Nesachim to happen, and the Kohanim pour the Nesachim on the Mizbeach. Shrufus Chaseh Shok is obviously a mitzvah act. So here, the fact that it's Kodesh Meirechem does show a sign of holiness of this animal, but there's no mitzvah involved. It is a Bechor. It's born a Bechor. And you remember, we talked, Sheila, last week about Nechel the Kohanim. Is that really a mitzvah for a Kohen to eat it or not? So maybe that is a mitzvah, but it doesn't match the activity, the mitzvah activity that's being done here. And that mitzvah activity is an indicator of Kedusha, that mitzvah yiseris adife. And again, maybe I can just end with a little bit of a Musar idea that despite the fact that before God decreed the amount of Kedusha was supposed to have, and even if you want to say that it's, it remains so holy that it's limited who can eat it, and it's only the holiest Jews that are allowed to eat it, there's more Kedusha now in the Shlomim because of what our mitzvos of our personal activity in it. Yeah, they're Kohanim, but they are part of Klal Yisrael. And mitzvos are the greatest Kedusha. In other words, the Kedusha that God puts into the Bria, that firstborn animals are holy. The rules that this can only be eaten here, this is only there. The, the, the fact that certain things come in here and there's, there's, there's laws about what can be done with them that does show that they come from a world of Kedusha. But that world of Kedusha is less than the Kedusha that we generate by us following the will of God and embodying that Kedusha. That's, and that's true. That's why it says, Hashem says, I don't want your, I just want you to listen to me. <laughs> I like the right. Right. But, but and, and that translates... The way we do that, mitzvos, yaseiro, sadife. Those mitzvos indicate a more makudish status. I think that's, that's I think, a, a life-affirming sense of where Kedusha really lies. You know, Kedusha lies in, in the mitzvos that we do. And that, that generates Kedusha greater than the Kedusha that's sort of dormant or, or, or sort of extant. That's not necessarily something that's actualized by... Uh, what people do. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.